Hey moms, welcome to my devotional, Grace for a Mom's Heart. Uh, This is a series that I have of short devotionals that are specifically for moms, busy moms like us, who want to be in the Word and want uh, to get that encouragement and that um, inspiration that we really need from the Lord. but also bearing in mind that we're busy moms. And, you know, it's really about quality, not quantity at this point in the game. If we can get the quantity, that's great, but we're shooting for quality. And so um, recently I have been reading entries from my devotional um, that you can find on Amazon called Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. And the reason I wrote this devotional is because so many devotionals I found um, just gave you one verse. That's it. One verse. You don't even have the context of the verse and then someone's thoughts about that verse, which, you know, that can be helpful. That can be a blessing. But when we study short passages and we read everything in context, it's so much more rich and full. And we walk away with more to chew on throughout the day. And so we read a short passage, and then I do talk about some of the things that God has shown me in this passage over the years as an older mom. And then at the end, I have a time where um, you get to really just reflect and think about what God is saying to your own heart and then also verbalize to Him what your heart is saying to Him. And in the devotional, you have room to actually journal that. And then I end by asking a couple of questions and then have um, prayer over you all. So I would encourage you to go check that out if you get a chance. But today um, I'm going to be reading an entry from that If you're new to the podcast, and this just happens to be the first one that you're listening to, um, you know probably by now that my name is Dorinda, but I'm married to Daryl, and we've been married for 31 years. I'm right about to turn 53, and we have eight kids. Their ages are 16 to 29, and we have six grandkids. Um, Seven of our kids are grown. Uh, The fourth will be married next year. So... I love being able to speak into the lives of moms who are still in the thick of child rearing and possibly homeschooling. So that's why I'm here. I want to bring encouragement. You know, Titus 2 talks about um, older women teaching the younger women to love their husbands and children and to be busy at home. Um, God has really awesome principles in his word. And there's something about a mentoring voice in our lives that can really help us grow. In fact, I remember last year when our um, sixth graduated from high school and there was a homeschool graduation ceremony um, at our state convention and Andrew Pudwa was there. If you know anything about homeschool materials, um, you maybe heard of him. He has uh, the Institute for Excellence in Writing, but he was the keynote speaker at his graduation. And one of the things he said that really stuck with me and stuck with our son and um, all of us there who were listening was if you want to be better, if you want to grow as a person, you need to hang out with people who are further down the road. Um, He said people who are better than you, meaning basically have more experience in certain areas um, that you can be challenged by. If we only surround ourselves with people who are 
our equals, we never really grow. And that's why I spend a lot of time reading books by Puritan pastors and uh, deeper thinkers, Francis Schaeffer, C.S. Lewis, because um, they challenge me to think past the status quo. So um, I hope that today in some small way, I will be providing um, that mentoring voice, um, but not an overwhelming one, because I know what it's like to be a mom of of younger children, middle-aged children, teenage children, and just being easily overwhelmed by life and all that there is to do. And when God's word comes in like a breeze and it just refreshes us and an, and an encourage, simple encouraging word is heard and taken in um, to our very souls, that is what, um, that's where God works. That's how we grow. That's how we're encouraged. So I hope that this devotional um, is somehow... Uh, that for you today. Now, if you are new to the podcast and you haven't listened to any other episodes other than this one, this is a devotional series. I also have uh, several other series. I have a series on homeschooling boys. I have a series on nurturing sibling relationships. I also have a series called The Homeschool Life that I've recently been doing. And it just has, um, I just take 15 to 30 minutes and I talk about one topic, one specific concern or topic, and just kind of have extra time to sort of go into it more deeply than just quickly answering a message or an email from someone. So these are questions that I get asked a lot. Um, and so I thought it would be really great to um, address them in short podcasts. So that's optional. I talk with guests, um, experts in their field that come onto the podcast and share their expertise on different things when it comes to uh, uh, homeschooling and parenting um, our kids. And then I'm going to be starting a new series called Front Porch Talks or On the Front Porch with Dorinda. I haven't really decided on the name yet, but I'm going to be tackling a broad array of questions, but I'm also going to be sharing my heart. It's going to be very spontaneous. I've had a lot of moms ask me, um, you know, I wish I could just, or just say to me, I wish I could just sit on the front porch and talk with you. And I would love the same thing. And so this is sort of my version of that. If we were sitting on the front porch talking, um, I would tell you this story in my life about how God moved and how he worked, because it's our stories really that are the most inspirational, you know, when we are most encouraged often by someone's story and hearing about God's faithfulness, and it gives us faith to believe God for our story. So I hope you'll join me for those front porch talks, and I would love it if you would drop in topic ideas, questions, anything. You can drop me an email, dorenda at dorendawilson.com. Um, you can leave a comment on under this podcast on the um on my blog, however you want to do it. I would love to hear from you and find out what's on your heart right now, because that's what I'm here for. I want to be that mentoring mom to you. So that was like a really long introduction. So these devotionals typically aren't that long, but um, I just wanted to take a little more time and introduce myself and um, just acquaint you a little bit more with the podcast, with my heart, and what I'm hoping to bring to you. So let's get to this um, devotional. It's called Mom Care. 
We're going to start out by reading Genesis 3, verses 1 through 7. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say that you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we're not allowed to eat. God said, You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom that it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and she ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. I tend to be a bottom line kind of gal. So when I read today's passage, I see some clear takeaways that are definitely worth noting and keeping in mind on a daily basis. God clearly laid out the boundaries for Adam and Eve so they knew what to do if they didn't want to die. We don't know how long Adam and Eve were in the garden before Satan tempted them, but eventually he showed up. The Bible describes him as shrewd, which can mean smart, intelligent, sharp-witted, perceptive, etc. So we can assume his timing was impeccable. The enemy times his temptations for when we are at our weakest points. When we are overwhelmed, grieving, suffering, or ill, those are optimal times to tempt us to sin, which is why it is imperative that we take the time to care for ourselves as moms. We need rest, good nutrition, fresh air, some physical activity, and a little time to ourselves and with God. If we park ourselves on the ragged edge, we will be a constant target for the enemy. Seeing to our needs isn't about being self-indulgent. It's about positioning ourselves so the enemy doesn't get a foothold in our lives or our families. As moms, we are the hub of the family. If we fall apart, our families become vulnerable. The first thing the serpent did was cause Eve to doubt what God actually said. His question was posed in a way that immediately cast a shadow over his words. It is imperative that we know what God's word says and we firmly stand on it. Eve's response minimized all God had given her and her husband. She explained that they could eat from any tree except one. It seems to me she was already doubting the goodness of God. She then went on to soften the certainty of death, which shows a blatant disregard for God's justice, holiness, and hatred for sin. It's crucial that we keep who God really is in the forefront of our minds. As we battle the enemy, we take up the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. If you are taking some time each day to be in the Word, It makes a huge difference. You don't have to spend copious amount of time, but enough time to truly remember who he is. 
the enemy honed right in on Eve's doubt in verse 4 and confirmed it with a bold-faced lie. You won't die. He put the final nail in the coffin by declaring that God didn't have Adam and Eve's best interest in mind. He was withholding something that rightfully belonged to them. Eve completely fell for it. These days, we deal with many of the same temptations that Eve did. Think about the temptations you have the hardest time resisting. Are they tied to unbelief concerning who God says He is or what His Word says is true? I am so thankful for His Word and the Holy Spirit as they work in harmony to remind us of the truth that God really is good. And because of that, we can trust Him fully. Take a few minutes to think about what God is saying to your heart. Feel free to hit the pause button or jot your thoughts down in a journal. Then take a little bit of time to think about what your heart is saying to God. Pour your heart out to Him. Be honest. Be real with Him. Here's a question that I'm going to leave you with to dig a little bit deeper. Are you struggling today to believe God's goodness? Please take some time right now to remember who He is and recall the ways that He has and is caring for you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You that You love moms. And Your hand on them is gentle. God, whatever harshness we feel, whatever condemnation we feel is not from you. That heaviness is not from you. Lord, we just ask in Jesus' name that you would give us wisdom to take the time to care for ourselves, not in selfish ways, but in ways that refresh us, in ways that bring life and breathe life into us so that we can be the moms and the wives and the women of God that you've called us to be. God, you are good and you are faithful. Remind us of your goodness throughout today, God. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.